Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 16 and we're revisiting verses 1 through 3 because I did not get to share the insights because I'm traveling and it's been a little bit difficult to find a quiet spot. But in uh, yesterday's passage, we read about Samson's lust and his lust continues to draw him into conflict with the Philistines. In yesterday's passage, he visits a prostitute in the Philistine city of Gaza and the men in the city lay in wait because they want to kill him. In um, the commentaries, and I'm sharing what the commentaries had to say because I did read the scripture on yesterday, but if you want to recap, it's 16 verses 1 through 3. Uh, Samson went went to one of the five Philistine cities on the coast of Canaan, and this was the, Gaza was the farthest, furthest south, south, of the Philistine cities. He saw a harlot there and went into her. Samson was in obvious sin. This is a clear example of how a man of God and who is used of God can also sin and sin blatantly. Samson wanted to to be used by God, but he also yielded to the deceitfulness of sin. He kept the external uh, features of the Nazarite vow zealously, while at the same time sinning blatantly with a prostitute. And then, and when you think about it, he um, is an Israelites weren't supposed to have any dealings with others who weren't uh, from their from the tribes of Israel. So he's already out of fellowship with God by his choices, and he's blatantly. Uh, doing what Samson wants to do. Like one of the commentaries said, he's like a big kid. He wants to have his way. But I'll uh, come back and share the rest of what the commentaries had to say. Hi, I'm the host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, we're looking at Judges chapter 16, verses 1 through 3 in the New King James Version. And this is just the insights. I shared the scriptures on yesterday, but I wasn't able to give you the insights. Uh, And in this section, we're looking at Samson and his sin with the harlot of Gaza. Uh, He is used of God despite his sin. And uh, the commentary said he sinned blatantly. Uh, He has the external features of a Nazarite. But at the same time, he's living uh, contrary to the Nazarite vow and contrary to the vows to God's will, God's covenant with his people. But anyway, back to this uh, section where he's with the, the prostitute. 
notice was sent to the magistrates of Gaza, perhaps by the treacherous uh, harlot herself, that Samson was in town. Probably he came in a disguise or in the dusk of the evening and went into an inn or public house, which happened to be kept by the prostitute. This, um, the gates of the city were shut, guards were set, all kept quiet so that Samson would not suspect that he was in any danger. Uh, though they had him in prison, they were hoping, you know, that they'd be able to put him to death in the morning. So they didn't want him roused. They didn't want him to suspect anything. The men of Gaza, aware of what Samson had done to their Philistine kinsmen, wanted him dead. Since Gaza is a major Philistine stronghold deep in Philistine territory, it would be uh, surprising if this incident didn't follow soon after the incident in chapter 15 with the jawbone where he killed a thousand. The ambush is assigned, the, uh, were, the men were assigned to wait in the night and they were presuming that Samson would stay the night with the prostitute. So they planned to guard the gate and engage Samson in the morning. Samson escapes by rising at midnight, perhaps roused by a dream while slumbering upon the bed of the prostitute, or maybe by an, a guardian angel, or rather by his own conscience. He arose with maybe, we hope, a penitent spirit of, of the sin that he was committing, maybe saying to himself, is this a bed fit for a Nazarite to sleep in? Can I be safe under this quilt? And have you ever found yourself in that situation where you know that the Holy Spirit has led you to go one way and you're going opposite of what God told you to do? And that's, you know, uh, we would want, we would think that maybe Samson's conscience says, I need to get out of this place. He goes toward the gate of the city, probably finds the guards asleep, else he would have put them to sleep, and that would have been their last sleep. He uh, does not break open the gates, but he plucks up the post, takes them, gates and bars and all, all very large and strong and vast weights, vast weight. He puts them on his shoulders and carries them to the top of the hill. And the commentary says the city of Hebron is 40 miles east of Gaza. So he carries the door and doorposts of the city gate to the top of a hill nearly 40 miles away. Despite uh, his sin, God still uses Samson's. He gives him, uh, uses Samson. He gives him supernatural strength to escape the Philistines. God did this because of God's purpose, and his purpose is bigger than Samson himself, and because God used Samson despite Samson's sin, not because of it, and God does the same in our lives. He uses us despite our sins, not because of them. He saves us. He carries us. He protects us. He uses us to his to uh, his glory. 
Samson's other great feats of strength happen when he is empowered by Yahweh, by God. Yet there is no mention of God's spirit coming upon him. He simply picks up the gate. And um, we can assume that God's, um, that Samson's strength came from God, even though it does not explicitly state it. God empowers him each time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. We thank you that as we read about how you used Samson, despite Samson's sin, not because of it, we thank you, Father, that you used us despite our sin, not because of it. We thank you for your Holy Spirit, which uh, guides us and directs us. And it's up to us. You give us volition. We, it's our choice to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit or follow our own sinful lust. And that's what Samson did. He sinned blatantly. And so do we from time to time. We just make bad decisions. And Father, we thank you that you are a loving God. You're a forgiving God. That you give us, you've given us your uh, son whose blood washes us clean so that we are fit to be, to come before your throne of grace. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, which makes utterances for us. We thank you for that, Father. Thank you for your angels. So just like the angel probably uh, uh, woke Samson up to tell him, you need to get out of this place. You don't belong here. Thank you for your angel, for your Holy Spirit that tells us, get out of this place. You don't belong here. We thank you for that, Father. We're praying for the Ukrainians as they celebrate their independence, even though right now they're still fighting and battling for their very existence. Continue to empower them. Continue to strengthen them. Continue to strengthen their arms and give them what they need to um, continue to hold and keep control of their country. Father, we're praying for those who need you in uh, other ways. We know that um, so much is going on. So much, not just the war in the Ukraine. There are wars all over the world in different places. It may not be a physical war with guns and, and ammunition, just with words. So God, we're praying and we're thanking you in advance that peace can come even in situations where it seems like there is no peace. We're thanking you, Father, and we're praising you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.